Well, hey there. I'm Lauren Dimmitt Waters, and I'm a New York City based blogger and influencer who's been covering beauty, style, and lifestyle for what seems like forever. But now I'm a woman in midlife who wants to discover all of the secrets to growing younger. I'm ready to explore topics that deal with health and anti aging, especially when it comes to beauty, fashion, wellness, and longevity. I'll find the foremost experts to unearth what's new, what works, and even what you shouldn't waste your money on. I'm on the hunt for the latest and greatest discoveries and strategies to help us all get through this journey called life with a little humor and a lot of attitude. I want to keep fighting the fight so we can all grow old ungracefully. So welcome to Beauty is a Bitch. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Beauty is a Bitch. Today, I have two guests. This is going to be interesting because I usually have one at a time. So the first one I'd like to introduce is David Watamal. He has more than 20 years of experience in product development, commercialization, and business management related. Okay, you guys ready for this one? Because we're going to say this a lot. Astaxanthin, a safe and powerful, naturally occurring anti-inflammatory for human health. He is the co-founder and CEO of AX3, a consumer longevity company formed to help people be their best selves longer. It targets inflammation and a, a core hallmark of aging and is a source of bio-pure astaxanthin. He is also the COO of Cardax, a life sciences business focused on advancing pharmaceutical and nutraceutical applications of astaxanthin. Okay, then we have Allison Rosenwinkel. She is the co-founder and owner of Hi-Fi Brands, a full-service creativity agency based in Chicago that specializes in helping brands define their voice, act more human, and connect emotionally through design. With nearly 20 years of experience in the fields of branding, marketing, and experience design, Allison is a true brand steward who works intimately with companies large and small to find the best solution for the task at hand. She has extensive experience working in the food and beverage and health and wellness sectors with a track record of guiding challenging challenger brands and startups like AX3 towards realizing their dreams. She lives in Chicago with her husband and Hi-Fi co-founder and her two kids. How are you guys doing today? Great. Oh, That's good. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, we're starting? Yes, we are. Um, okay. So... Now that I've learned how to say astaxanthin correctly, let's first start with inflammation. Since everyone seems to be talking about it, it is the hot topic. I talk about it. Everybody I know talks about it. But what does it mean and how does it impact the way we age? Who would like to start? Well, I can certainly start with that. Um, okay. So a lot, of people, a lot of people think of inflammation as you know, a swollen joint. Um, you know, if, if you are running and your knee hurts or, or mm -hmm. you fall over and, and your elbow swells up, then, you know, that's inflammation, you know, that's, that's acute inflammation. Um, but what we've learned over, you know, many, many recent years is that chronic low grade levels of inflammation, this smoldering of inflammation throughout your body, um, can wreak havoc wherever it occurs. Um, and so if it's in your cardiovascular tissue in your, in your heart cells or your brain cells, um, this inflammation can manifest itself into all these different types of disorders and even um, advance the aging process itself. Um, so inflammation or inflammation associated with aging, which we refer to as inflammaging, is actually one of the key hallmarks of aging um, and actually drives many of the other 
uh, hallmarks of aging that that people think about. Um, so so it's a super fundamental process to the body that if it's uh, left to go awry, um, can not only lead to various uh, health problems, but but advanced aging itself. So can you then explain in simple terms what exactly astaxanthin is and how it works to combat chronic inflammation and aging? Yeah, so astaxanthin is a naturally occurring antioxidant. Um, it's, it's actually really interesting. It, it co-evolved with photosynthesis, you know, throughout billions of years and, and helped, uh, you know, plants and, and single celled organisms deal with the, the stresses of the sunlight. Uh, because, you know, these, these plants were using sunlight to create energy. Um, but the sunlight has, you know, UV light, which, which you know, creates problems. Um, and, and so evolution came up with this family of compounds ca called carotenoids, of which astaxanthin is, is a member. And ultimately arrived at astaxanthin as kind of the apex carotenoid uh, to defend against this oxidative stress um, that in nature was, was triggered by, by the sun. And it turns out that oxidative stress at the cellular level, if l not handled, will trigger these cascades of inflammatory pathways. Mm -hmm. um, so effectively, astaxanthin functions as an anti-inflammatory by functioning as an antioxidant. And so it gets into your cells, it gets into the membranes of your cells, even gets into the membranes of the mitochondria, the little power plants of your cells, which as a byproduct of energy production, create free radicals. And so all of us have heard about free radicals mm -hmm. and uh, oxidative stress. And so if you can get there at the source and get rid of that, those excess you know, free radicals or reactive oxygen species, then you can actually prevent the pathological activation of inflammatory pathways. Because a lot of anti-inflammatories work downstream, trying to deal with you know, inflammation after it's already been initiated. But if you can start upstream, um, then it's much more effective and, and we think much more safe. So this helps prevent inflammation. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's working at the upstream um, okay. you know, location before the inflammation is, is activated. Huh. So it seems like astaxanthin has a ton of benefits. So why aren't more people talking about it? And can you explain a little bit more of the benefits of astaxanthin? Well, it's definitely something that, you know, for one, you know, it's hard to say, you know, like we've joked about. Um, yeah. and, and so um, it, it's something that, um, you know, it's, it's been known in the scientific community for, you know, a couple of decades now. There's been an explosion of research uh, internationally. There's now more than 3,000 peer-reviewed papers, dozens of human clinical studies. Um, and so the science has really been just, uh, you know, expanding in, in recent years, but it hasn't become, you know, a household name. It hasn't had a major breakthrough in terms of, of a product um, uh, or major press. Um, and, and so we think that, um, you know, these things take time to, to break through into the, you know, the public, um, you know, conversation. Um, mm -hmm. And so something like, say, like omega-3s or fish oils, you know, at some point they were not known either. Um, and so this is kind of akin to that. It's a naturally occurring marine-based molecule with, with a variety of health benefits. And I think it just takes time to break through and, and uh, create awareness. And, and that's really what our mission is, is to bring this to the world, um, because we think that this could really help everyone. So you think people aren't really talking about it because they don't know about it yet, but you think yeah. that we'll be talking about it like we talk about omega-3s and fish oil mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so what are some more of the benefits then of taking it? 
Yeah, it's, it's, um, there's so many benefits. Um, okay. And if you talk to anyone taking it, you, you'll get kind of their own u- unique perspective on it. And so, um, so it turns out that, you know, oxidative stress and inflammation impact all these different areas of health. Um, and it turns out that astaxanthin um, is distributed throughout your entire body. So it gets into the cells, gets into the mitochondria, but it gets into those cells in your liver, in your brain, in your heart, you know, in your muscles throughout your entire body. Um, and so because of that, um, it impacts, you know, cardiovascular health. We've done studies in humans showing reductions of cholesterol and blood pressure. Um, mm. we've looked at, um, you know, cognitive performance. Uh, we've looked at, you know, joint and muscle issues. And, and so it's something that, um, whether you are, um, an athlete and, and, you know, uh, trying to run that next marathon, um, or, you know, you just want to be active with your kids. Or if you want to be uh, feeling mentally sharper and you know having better energy, we, we've seen uh, benefits across the board. Um, and, and so um, it's something where we market it uh, for uh, joint and muscle health, mm-hmm. uh, for cognitive health, um, eye health, and, and even skin health. Um, and so I, I would think that, you know subject of, of you know of your interest and, and podcasts is is you know skin health, um, mm-hmm. and obviously with UV light from the sun. Um, you know, a lot of people do a lot of topical, you know, types of uh, approaches. Uh, this is something that you can do kind of internally uh, to uh, protect yourself because it actually helps your skin, um, you know, with uh, preventing, you know, the, the damage that can occur, you know, from uh, UV light. Um, and so it's, it's not a replacement for sunscreen or anything like that, but it's a great uh, supplement uh, to that uh, to really assist in defending, you know, against the, the UV light from the sun, just like the uh, microalgae and other marine organisms do that you can achieve with astaxanthin but still wear sunscreen don't <laughs> uh, for sure yeah it's not a replacement it's a supplement it just, okay, just it, wanna... it helps yes right yes. right fight off free radicals i got it okay so mm-hmm. my next question and you kind of started answering it was um you know what some of the specific benefits of astaxanthin for women in midlife who are experiencing age-related changes i.e skin we already talked about but like menopause so you kind of mentioned like one one thing that I suffer from is, see, I already forgot. No, I'm kidding. Brain fog. So (laughs) I, you know, and even taking hormone replacement therapy, that doesn't help me with that. Like would this help with brain fog? Um, Possibly. Uh, What, what other things can women in midlife as far as, you know, anti-aging or men or men, uh, Mm -hmm. what kind of Mm -hmm. experience can they find with us? Like what? Yeah. Well, um, there's a combination of things if you look at the literature in terms of the human studies and, and other uh, scientific studies, and then there's a lot of the um, testimonials and you know and anecdotal uh, you know reviews uh, from our community. Um, and so I thought perhaps Allison could share her experience um, because uh, it's benefited her in a lot of ways, and and I think she could. Oh certainly please, speak I would love that. that. I would love that because I yeah. started taking it, but not that long ago, so I'm I'm not noticing anything yet. But I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I had never heard of astaxanthin before we got approached um, to kind of work with Dave and team um, mm-hmm. on the brand AX3. And, you know, I've I've kind of, I hit 38 and all of a sudden I felt like my body stopped working. <laughs> like this last year has just been, I completely changed my health regimen. I started taking health supplements. Mm-hmm. I started working out differently. Like post it's I feel like my body's just different. Right. Um, and I definitely noticed like I was like waking up in the morning, like feeling kind of foggy, just like not clear headed, 
Um, I was experiencing a lot more like muscle and joint stiffness, cracking and things like that. And just like feeling tired all the time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I started taking a multivitamin. I started taking probiotics. I started, you know, experimenting with collagen and different types of mushroom supplements. And then it just so happened to get uh, contacted um, by Dave. And I started taking um, three, I started working on the project about a year ago. And I, I, I take three pills a day. Now I think the recommended it's because of its safety. You can take as many as you kind of feel. Um, and we recommend two, but I've noticed a huge difference in the way that I feel when I wake up, mm. um, like that muscle, that the, um, the brain fog and kind of, I feel super clear in the mornings. I also feel like the three o'clock time where I start to feel like the drag. I don't really feel that as much anymore. Um, you know, I could do a, a hot yoga and I would anticipate being sore the next day, like doing like a core power yoga session. And I'm not feeling as much muscle soreness as I did before. And it's like little things, right? So if like, if I stop taking it for a few days, I'm like, oh, my like knees feel like they're kind of cracking a little bit more. And like, I feel a little bit more tired. And then I kind of like start taking it again. And it's sort of like, you don't notice that it's working until it's not there, you know, like, and so I'm like a huge, I've been, you know, um, it's, it's changed my life. And, you know, we've been working with the team for uh, almost a year now. Um, and for me, part of it is like, how can we start to make some of these terms about inflammation in the body and taking care of like whole body health and making them more accessible and understandable to people? Because yep. there's so much science to support the benefits of astaxanthin, but because it's not as well known and because I think there's a lot of skepticism of like, oh, well, I heard that, you know, vitamin C doesn't really do anything. Um, astaxanthin, I think, is 2,000 times more. How, how, how much more powerful is astaxanthin than vitamin C, Dave? 2,000 times? Like 6,000 times or 5,000 times. I mean, there's various yeah. ways to measure mm. it, but the important thing is it's way more powerful and it gets to the right place in the cells as well, which is, uh, you know, even more important than how powerful it is. So Allison, yeah, I mean, how I long, how long did it take before you like felt it? I mean, I, I understand when you say like, you don't, it just slowly happens and you don't realize, yeah. but like, yeah. how long would you say it took to start um, noticing? I would say, I would say a, a month. Okay. I'd say if taking it, like it builds, so astaxanthin builds up in your system over okay. time. Right. Um, so if you take it consistently, like sometimes I'll, I'll take like an extra pill if I know I'm going to be out, like out drinking with the girls. <laughs> oh, good to know. <laughs> oh. Oh, Those are the little tips, the little life hacks I love. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it, I definitely notice a difference in the morning after that for sure. But um yeah, I think it for me it, it definitely took a few weeks, and then okay, being be, trying to be consistent with it, like taking taking it in the morning after I had eggs or like avocado toast or something. It's, yeah, I noticed get, it says to take it with food, correct? Right. Yeah, you get better absorption that. that way. Um, okay. So yeah, I just kind of incorporated my daily like health supplement routine. Um, just Good to I know. I take it alongside my probiotic. I take it with my multivitamin. I take it with my, uh, you know, vitamin D and all of the other yep. things I'm doing. Um, yep. 
And, you know, it could probably is a combination of all of the life changes that I've been trying to make, but I definitely have noticed a difference. And we wouldn't have gone through this journey with Dave and team if, if I didn't really believe in it, because mm-hmm. that's it's important for me to work with partners. So like, I really, and the science crazy. I mean, the scientific data that supports all these claims, it's been widely studied. And that was something that we tried to really simplify um, on the website was just like, how do we talk about all of this in a way that just makes sense? Like how, just get people to invest in like whole body health. Um, I, I agree. Like, I agree. I feel like the American society is so focused on like pro, like instead of being proactive or reactive. And I feel like we need to shift the mindset from being reactive to proactive. Like let's start with like healing from within and then healing happens. Right. So that's just been my, that's like a 2023 mantra after COVID everyone's just like, you know, um, but that's, that's where I'm at. I think think some of us are still like, you know, feeling like hell from COVID and not because we necessarily had COVID, but you know, we ate terribly. We drank too much, you know, I, I mean, Uh, you know, I, I got it. I got it. And I agree with you a hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. That is like my whole thing is to try to fight aging the best way you can internally. I mean, it's mental too, but it's also, you know, what can we do to fight aging internally and not just reactive externally, you know? So I, I love that. So what sets your astaxanthin apart from others available on the market? So most of the other forms on the market come from microalgae. Um, and, And so that's a great source of, of astaxanthin in nature. Um, mm-hmm. myself, my father actually worked with the company over 20 years ago, producing the microalgae that, that creates astaxanthin. Um, so I used to work in the ponds, in the production, and we would grow the microalgae. Um, this was on the big island of Hawaii, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, right out in the lava fields. Um, and so, um, it, it was a really challenging process to actually grow the, the algae that creates astaxanthin and extract the astaxanthin from that. Um, it, it's, you know, it's prone to contamination in, in our case, it was next to the volcano and next to the airport and it's exposed. And so it's, it's more of a farming type of a, a, an approach. Um, and so it's, it's not super pure, uh, it's inconsistent batch to batch. Um, it actually takes a lot of water, a lot of land, you know, a lot of energy. Um, and, and so we felt, felt that it was not really the optimal way to produce astaxanthin. Um, and okay. so we, we took an approach where we actually pivoted and actually looked at pharmaceutical applications of astaxanthin. And with that, um, looked at, well, how do you produce this? If you want to actually do this as a pharmaceutical, how would you make this? Um, and the FDA would, would typically not look to uh, be growing microalgae outdoors as a way to make a pharmaceutical form of a product. Um, and so uh, we worked on a way to uh, create the product in the lab, um, but with absolute purity and essentially nature identical. Um, so, so we can produce the exact molecule you would find in nature, but we do it in a super pure, super precise, consistent way. Um, and as it turns out, it's much more environmentally friendly, way less energy and water and land. And so if this is something where, like we talked about, most people don't know about it, but when they do this, you know, it could be something that is a big part of a lot of people's lives. And so you want to have something that's scalable, uh, and good for the environment. Um, and so, so our form is, is much more pure, much better for the environment. And the final thing is that we actually did a head-to-head study 
um, versus a microalgal, leading microalgal form of uh, astaxanthin and showed that we were able to get three times the blood levels of astaxanthin following the dose. Um, we did it in humans um, in, in a study where we, we dosed um, astaxanthin um, and then measured their blood levels over the course of a day um, and then had that group of volunteers wash out for a week without you know, consuming any astaxanthin from supplement or food sources, then gave them our form, measured the same blood levels over the course of a day. And whether you took the maximum concentration or the total concentration over the whole 24-hour period, both of those were three times. Um, and, mm. and so that's a huge, huge difference because, you know, the, um, the more astaxanthin you get in your body, the more it can help you. And studies have shown dose dependent responses in terms of more impact, um, with higher doses or higher blood levels, importantly. Um, and so it's something where a lot of people may or may not realize that, you know, you, you take a supplement just because you, you know, ingest it doesn't mean you actually absorb all of it. You know, it needs to be bioavailable. Um, and so that's a really, really important aspect. And, and so ours has that. Uh, superior bioavailability. Um, and, and so that's really what sets us apart from uh, all the other uh, forms of astaxanthin on the market. That's where the yeah. X3 kind of comes um, from an AX3. It's sort of a triple threat. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Friendly, pure, and then incredibly bioav- bioavailable. It's also three times more bioavailable in the body. So that's kind of where the name and there's a way to simplify astaxanthin because that's incredibly difficult to say. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm getting, it's, it's getting better, but um, yeah, yeah, I agree. The more agree. you say it, uh, um, right. I'm like, you know, coffee conversation, you know, have you heard of astaxanthin? Yeah. Well, <laughs> as you said, we might be talking about it. Like we talk about omega threes now. So although omega three is a lot easier to say, um, <laughs> how can, how can your, astaxanthin supplement complement a beauty and skincare regimen for someone in midlife? And why should middle-aged women have astaxanthin in their medicine cabinet? I think we kind of talked about this, but. Yeah, but we can highlight again. Going. I mean, right. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you can do all types of things externally, um, right. creams that are, you know, antioxidant or free radical, you know, fighters. And, and so that's great. And topically, um, but if you can do something internally that, like Allison said, helps to kind of heal you from the inside and be proactive rather than waiting for things to occur and then trying to fix them after the fact, it's, it's much easier to prevent it than it is to kind of clean up a mess after it's out of control. Um, Absolutely. And so this is something that, you know, also a lot of things just frankly are not safe, whether they're medications or, you know, other supplements. And, and so... This is something that the safety is just exceptional. There's been um, really high dose, long-term safety studies. Um, there's been a lot of human exposure through diet and supplementation. Um, and so, you know, we can have the confidence that you're not going to be creating other problems by taking this. You know, sometimes people take one thing and then another thing happens and you're kind of chasing, you know, these dominoes. Um, and so something that's safe enough to take every day that is preventative uh, in terms of, you know, protecting your health. Um, then this allows you to, you know, throughout, um, you know, the aging process, um, you know, we like to re- refer to as aging fearlessly. So you can kind of embrace, you know, aging um, and, and, you know, feel better mentally and physically. And, and I think, you know, kind of the, um, you know, look good, feel good, that's all interrelated, you know. And so I think if you're feeling better, you're going to look better. Um, and it's just going to be an overall benefit. Couldn't agree more. A lot of it is mental too. It is mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. and you know, I, what do you say though to, to people like myself? At one point, I was taking 
a ton of supplements, like to the point where it was getting ridiculous. And thank God I have a doctor that was like, uh, had to talk me off. <laughs> she basically like, this is crap. You don't need this. This is redundant. This is, you know, this is good. You need a better quality of the, you know, she went through everything, but I, I know so many women, uh, and I, I maybe I'm sure men too, but I mostly talk with women that, you know, are always asking me what supplements I should be taking. And I'm always scared to answer that because we're all different and I don't want to be, I don't know what else they're taking. And you know, I, I don't want to see someone literally taking two fistfuls of supplements every day. Um, so you, this won't interact with other supplements. Is that what you're saying? Or yeah, it, it won't, it, it wouldn't have any negative interactions okay. with, with other uh, supplements. Um, but like you said, it can be hard to navigate the world of supplements that are out there. Um, because, um, you have a lot of, uh, marketing and you have, you know, a lot of science and it's hard to, to tell what really, uh, works and also what really works for you. Um, because there may be right. something that is good, but not for everyone. Um, and so in our case, we think this is really foundational to everyone's health. It's so core to, you know, address oxidative stress and inflammation at the cellular level, in particular at the mitochondrial level. You know, people think, uh, look at mitochondrial health, mitochondrial dysfunction that's related to aging and overall health. Um, so this is something that's super fundamental to all of our health. And so if we were going to pick one supplement to have, you know, we would advocate for astaxanthin, you know, certainly things like a multivitamin or omega-3, there's probably, you know, a handful of things that would essentially benefit everyone. Um, and then there's other supplements out there that may or may not be better for everyone. You know, maybe there's certain supplements that are better for people that are deficient in one thing or another thing. Um, and I think that's where, like you said, you can work with, you know, a healthcare professional that can help you kind of personalize, you know, your longevity stack. Um, and so there's various diagnostics that are out there that can measure various levels, um, you know, of biomarkers, and that can maybe help you pinpoint, you know, if you need to take a particular supplement or make some various lifestyle or diet modifications. Um, but, um, but again, with astaxanthin, it, it's so fundamental to overall health and because it gets distributed systemically throughout your entire body. Um, it essentially can benefit everyone in one way or another. And it's kind of uh, something that you want to have on board to help protect you, you know, throughout your life. Um, and, and just to follow up on one thing Allison said, it is something that it's, it's different for everyone. Um, and so in her case, you know, maybe a month or several weeks to kind of feel benefits or maybe when you cycle uh, or just happen to not take the product for a few days or, or a few weeks, you know, you realize, oh, wow, I feel a little different. Um, some people feel, you know, difference uh, sooner. Some people it takes a little bit longer. It also depends on the dose, you know. And so, like Allison said, um, you know, you can dial your dose up or down, given that it's exceptionally safe, and find what works best for you based on how you feel. But also looking at, say, working with your doctor, looking at your blood test, you know, looking at you know your various levels of inflammation um, or you know, your lipids or your blood pressure. You can look at various aspects of, of you know cardiovascular health or, or joint health. Um, and, and figure out if it's working for you so you can personalize it uh, to benefit uh, you, you, your personal life. The one thing okay, that so really, awesome. um, I was, go ahead. I was just saying, um, wanted to add that the one thing I was really surprised by when we, um, when I started learning about astaxanthin is that we've all eaten and consumed astaxanthin in our diets. I just never really knew it before. Um, astaxanthin is essentially like what makes salmon pink. And it's okay. what gives salmon the strength to swim upstream 
Um, and without it, salmon are gray. They don't have any color. They can't reproduce well. They can't swim upstream. Um, and so people have been talking about the Mediterranean diet for like years, right? Like eat more fish, eat seafood. And like seafood is where it, are high consumers of astaxanthin. Um, and when I discovered that now I see uh, salmon and, uh, uh, you know, at Whole Foods or whatever, I'm like, there's astaxanthin right <laughs> there. <laughs> but it's like in small amounts, right? So basically like taking that as a supplement is basically getting all the benefits of that antioxidant, but in like a right. smaller form, essentially just supplementing your diet with it. Well, Dave, you brought up an interesting, uh, I want to ask about that. So let's say you were just saying like you're, when you talk to your doctor. Now, if I talk to my doctor about astaxanthin, is, is she going to know about this? And like, where, where are we with that? Okay. Yeah. So okay. over the years, um, we have actually done a lot of uh, healthcare professional outreach um, presentations okay. to doctors um, at conferences um, and um, also uh, continuing medical education, um, you know, uh, classes. Um, and, and so um, that is an effort. Uh, it takes a lot, you know, a lot of uh, touches and, and um, you know, reach to try to um, to get out to all the doctors. And, and so, um, some will know about it, some will not. Um, and so just like the everyday consumer, the everyday physician, um, it's going to take time to create that awareness. Okay. Um, and, um, and so we, we are working on that. Um, and we do, um, have, uh, literature and the ability to interact, you know, so if someone has a, you know, their doctor or other healthcare professional, uh, who wants to learn more, we can certainly, um, you know, uh, communicate with them and, and help them, build their knowledge, they can, they can, you know, help their, uh, patient or, or client in the way that makes sense. Um, but we've definitely been, um, you know, that was actually when we, um, you know, kind of first were thinking about uh, bringing out a a consumer health dietary supplement form of astaxanthin, given our background in pharmaceutical research and development of the molecule, that was really our, you know, expertise was the science and interfacing with the scientific community. So that was actually our first step was reaching out to doctors. Um, and it was really, really well received because doctors are very familiar with inflammation. They prescribe anti-inflammatories for various things, um, but everything in their arsenal has, you know, side effects. Um, and so mm-hmm. you, it may be okay for short-term use, but not for long-term use in the, you know, for the application of, of aging and longevity. Um, and so when you walk in with something that is safe uh, as an anti-inflammatory, you know, for long-term health, that's something that doctors really work up to. Now, you bring up something. So this is safe. Um, and it like, how, how can I, I'm trying to think of how to say this. If you take this, does it, the anti-inflammatory, like, is this going to help all, all types of anti-inflammatory responses within the body? Um, cause yeah. I know like, you know, people aren't necessarily aware that they have inflammation. Okay. Until like, it's bad, you know? Um, and you could be walking around for a really long time with inflammation. So is this going to help all types of, and it's safe. That's really what I wanted to make sure. Obviously. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so uh, it's safe because of uh, all the studies that have been done to, to prove it, its safety, but also mechanistically okay. how it works in the body. It's, it's very different than your traditional anti-inflammatory. Most anti-inflammatories right. work downstream, um, and, and so right. after the you know inflammatory process has started, 
um, they're trying to act on some aspect of inflammation that has been created. There's different types of inflammation, um, but at their core, if you're working at the kind of pathway level or even prior to you know the activation of the inflammatory pathways, you can you can have an impact at um, all these downstream of you know inflammatory effects. And so um, we've seen you know various impacts on different inflammatory you know cytokines and, and things that you know various other anti-inflammatories do target. But the key difference is that other anti-inflammatories go in and say inhibit something chronically. So it's just always going after one thing, you know, which right. is, is not your body's natural response, you know, because your body's producing it for a reason. It's just sometimes it's doing it and it kind of gets out of control. And so it needs to be kind of put back in check. And so astaxanthin, because it works upstream at the source, it prevents the activation of the inflammatory pathways when you don't want it, you know, when, when it's right. kind of going out of control. But it doesn't prevent the inflammatory response when you need to, say, fight off um, an infection or have wound healing. You know, so the natural inflammatory immune response, that can still happen. Um, okay. it, it's preventing the unwanted inflammation. And so that's why it can, it can be potent and safe because it's, it's working differently. Dave, I like that. Yeah. Talk about like as as we age, what happens in the body and its ability to, you know, re remove oxidative stress. That was something yeah, I didn't so know about. So your body yeah, has endogenous or kind of built in internal antioxidants. Um, and, and so, like I said, you know, you, you have your mitochondria, the little power plants in your, in your cells that create energy. Um, and as a byproduct of that energy production, you get free radicals. Um, and the free radicals are normally, you know, handled and cleaned up by your endogenous antioxidants. But as you age, you know, your ability to, you know, fight off these free radicals diminishes. Um, and, and also, um, you know, as we age, um, you know, we're, you know, uh, various people's aspects, uh, different lifestyles, whether it's uh, pollution or, um, you know, obesity or smoking or stress. I mean, there's all types of things that can impact, uh, your ability to, you know, quench these free radicals, uh, internally. Mm -hmm. And as that happens, now your body is, is uh, susceptible to having excess, you know, free radicals, reactive oxygen species that creates this oxidative stress environment in your cells that then wreaks havoc on your mitochondria and your cell membranes and then kind of triggers these inflammatory, you know, pathways. Um, and, and so uh, astaxanthin helps to get in there and kind of support your body's natural antioxidant defense, you know, systems um, and, and kind of steps in to make sure that you don't have this kind of hidden inflammation that can occur. Like you said, a lot of people don't even realize that this is uh, a problem. Um, and but I, I do think that, you know, there, um, there has been a kind of a public, um, you know, dialogue around this that's been growing. Um, you know, even if you looked at the, it was, I think the cover of Time Magazine about 20 years ago, uh, it was something about how inflammation was the silent killer. And it was, it was, you know, implicated in cardiovascular and all these different issues that people didn't realize. And so this is, been a conversation that's been growing. Um, and, and I, I certainly think that in the scientific and medical community, um, you know, inflammation is really well accepted as, as a major, you know, aspect of, of, right. of health. And now in the consumer community, it's what can you do about it? Um, and, and so I think that's what our, our mission is, is to really kind of communicate how can you, what is inflammation, what is inflammation and, and what can you do about it? So given that the, that body positivity is an important aspect of this podcast, how does AX3 align with the concept of embracing natural aging and body changes? Yeah, well, I think that um, 
because Asasampan has so many aspects, it'll be different uh, for everyone. And, and so, mm-hmm. like you said, a lot of it is mental. And, and so, you know, if you are sleeping better and, and feeling more clear-headed, um, you know, and having better energy, I think you are going to, you know, feel better about yourself and, and about life in general. Um, but also from a physical standpoint, you know, if your joints and muscles, um, you know, are feeling better, you know, that can um, allow you to be more active. Um, and, um, and that can be something that is a big part of not just how you look, but how you feel, you know? And so I think from a body positivity standpoint, um, you know, whether your joints and muscles are feeling better, um, or your cardiovascular health is better, or importantly, your mental and and brain health is better. Um, I I think that can have a lot of, you know, kind of external physical um, impacts, but also kind of internal and, and, um, um, but certainly I, I know Allison probably would. Uh, have some great thoughts on that as well. Yeah, I think I think for me it's just like um, when you're making the investment in your own health. I feel like often women put their personal health maybe second, others or third or fourth. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and this is something I, I talk about a lot. Yes, yes. I feel like when I feel better inside, physically, mentally. I then treat my husband better and yep. I, I do better at work and I am more there for my kids. Right. Yep. So, you show up, you show up better. Yep. yep. Right. And I think for me, like this, taking, taking this as part of my daily routine has been sort of like me trying to invest in myself and just mm-hmm. try to feel better every day. Like I want to wake up each day and feel better for the rest of my life. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want to feel like right. going down. Right. So for me, like taking this is about maintaining just like trying to wake up each morning and feel better um, inside and out. And um, it's it's one of the things that I am doing and just as part of my commitment to myself. I think it's like something that I've just been trying to embrace the last year and it's been going well and I'm going to keep doing it because it feels good. Yeah. Well, hey, why? Right. I mean, I I firmly believe that taking care of yourself is, is not selfish. It's actually selfless because if you are sick, you aren't there for your family. You can't take care of this. You know, you can't take care of things. So I, I strongly urge women and men to, you know, put, put yourselves first sometimes. I mean, you should, your, your health is really important. Um, I'm going to, my last question or thing uh, is as we get older, it becomes more challenging to do high impact workouts or take long hikes than it was like when we were in our twenties. How does AX3 support having an active lifestyle as we age? Yeah. So, um, whether you are, are active or, or, um, uh, or, or not, I mean, I, I do think that, um, you know, everyone is active to, to some extent, whether it's playing with your kids or grandkids, or you're trying to you know, hike a, a mountain or, or, you know, run a marathon. And, and so um, it turns out that um, oxidative stress and inflammation are major factors in, um, you know, endurance and recovery, you know, and, and getting up the next day and how you're feeling. Um, and so it actually turns out that a lot of, um, as an example, a lot of triathletes uh, take astaxanthin uh, because mm. it does help with, with endurance and with uh, recovery. Um, okay. And so, so yeah. Astaxanthin can definitely help with kind of that active uh, day-to-day lifestyle, um, and um, you know uh, both 
um, you know, major feats of, of things like a triathlon or a marathon, but even just every day, just feeling better, waking up, feeling better and being able to be active and, and not feel like, well, today, yeah, I'm not going to hit the gym today because I just don't feel it. You know, it allows you to kind of not no longer have that excuse um, and to be able to just, you know, maintain that activity. Because we all know one day, we all know one day turns into two days, turns into a week, turns right, right. And then it's, it's a so slippery easy. slope, yeah. especially as we get older. Um, I definitely have found that I probably work out more now than I did, not just because, and it's not weight for me. I mean, it's not because of weight, but it's health, like building muscle and tone and things like that, which becomes a little bit more elusive as, as I'm aging. So I, I got it. I definitely feel like, you know, that, that ACL injury you got playing volleyball in high school, like you hit your late thirties and then all of a sudden, like, oh, my knee isn't feeling the same. Um, and I think me personally, I, um, I had rheumatoid arthritis as a kid. So joint health has been always conversation, right? I've tried like everything, glucosamine, turmeric, collagen, like you name it. Right. Um, right. I've definitely, for my joints in particular, I've noticed a significant improvement. And like, I did a triathlon two years ago, and it did not feel the same as it did, you know, when I was in my 20s. And I just felt like I was getting injured more. And, you know, was having a harder time just getting through the workouts and finding the motivation to do it. Um, So this I feel like is like, just a little bit of like a secret sauce, kind of like a little bit of like frosting to just kind of help make things feel better and not feel that like achiness. Um, at least for me, the next, the next day is being sore and like having it like hurt after a workout is not fun. You know, you want to stay active, but you don't want it to be, you know, unenjoyable, right? Like the whole point of being active is for it to feel good. So, well, yeah, eventually. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like going on a walk every day and, and just trying to get out. Like, no, yeah. Like it's just like the most important thing to do is. Oh, you got to um, stay active. You got to move. You got to move. Yeah. 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 No doubt about it. This is great. Is there anything else you either of you would like to add before we wrap it up? I think we covered it. I mean, I, I, I do think one thing I'll, I'll mention is that um, um, from a from a validation of impact on aging, um, we were actually selected by the National Institutes of Health um, to test our compound in this gold standard anti-aging study. Um, oh, good. And it's, it's something that's um, a program that's been in place for about 20 years. Um, highly, highly rigorous uh, program. Uh, conducted in parallel at, at multiple sites. Um, and, um, and so astaxanthin was selected for inclusion in this study based on some really cool preliminary data showing that astaxanthin impacted uh, the FOXO3 anti-aging gene. And so there's been a gene that's been associated with um, living longer, you know, say living to 100 healthy. Um, and it's been validated in a bunch of different human studies. And it turns out that research that we did with the University of Hawaii showed that um, astaxanthin activated this anti-aging gene. And that was on the heels of um, prior research showing that in some model organisms like um, in worms that astaxanthin extended lifespan. Um, and, and so it's, it's since been replicated in other model organisms like fruit flies and yeast that, that the lifespan can be extended with astaxanthin. Um, and so, um, so this all led to the uh, National Institute on Aging selecting 
astaxanthin, in particular, our form of astaxanthin, to include in their anti-aging study. Um, and this study's been, um, you know, taking place for several years. Uh, it's wrapped up recently. The paper is being put together to be published. Um, and so we haven't announced the results yet, uh, but we are working with the National Institute of Health to do that. And we're really excited to be, um, you know, announcing the results of that study this year. So we just wanted, you know, you and, and, and um, you know, your listeners to kind of be um, on the lookout, heads up that we'll hopefully have some exciting news to share um, in, in that space. Um, that and, is exciting. Uh, that's that's uh, on the horizon. Now, you know, kind of stay tuned. Where can people find AX3? So we just launched AX3.life. Uh, that is our website. That is the exclusive source uh, for AX3. Okay. Um, and like Allison mentioned, we put a lot of effort into uh, communicating what astaxanthin is, what implementing is there. Um, and we're really trying to build a community around, you know, astaxanthin, AX3, aging fearlessly, being your best self longer. Uh, we really think that, um, you know, it, we, we want to have an organic growth uh, to this and, and, and create word of mouth uh, about astaxanthin and the impact it can have on inflammation and, and healthy aging. Um, and, you know, allowing everyone to be beautiful, <laughs> like, uh, you know, like I think everyone wants to be. And, and so um, that's really what our mission is. And we, we certainly would love for everyone to, to check out ax3.life. Well, I'll leave a link in the show notes. And um, I guess we're going to wrap it up. So thank you so much uh, for joining me today. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out a lot. I have a new pro-aging podcast bi-weekly. So please contact Lauren at fountainof30.com for sponsorship opportunities. Although it's summer and I may be every three weeks, we'll see. So anyway, what I wanted to say finish up and say, let's be proactive instead of reactive and let's all age fearlessly. Take care, everybody. Until next time, be well.